you know, I've had some bumps. Uh, lately, I've noticed I've had a really short fuse. I don't know why. Something must not be getting satisfied. Because you're an asshole. I don't think that's it. I think you should at least explore it. For the most part, I... <laughs> You mean the, the option that I'm yeah, you're right. the asshole option. Well, I didn't mean to be so dismissive of it. You're right. Uh, yeah, that was kind of an asshole thing to do, wasn't it? <laughs> History defeats itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello and welcome to History Defeats Itself, part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thanks for listening to our show and a happy holidays to everyone out there. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast that wonders if we as people learn from the past or if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. As always, I am joined by my co-hosts out there in Los Angeles, California, John Banks, Greg Mitchell. A very happy holiday to you, Greg, and a bah humbug to you, John. Why, thank you. Oh, thanks, Kevin. I would like to mention someone who doesn't get mentioned a lot at Christmas uh, since Jesus died on this earth. Was he born? Born? I think he's born this time, right? That's what happened. Jesus I think technically born. they found that he probably wasn't even born this day, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, well yeah, but, but let's just say that he is and he's all about love. And, you know, let's just say that uh, I think a lot of times people forget about Satan this time of year. So just want to say Merry Christmas, Satan. Merry Christmas, Satan. Yeah, I think you're right. Satan does get forgotten a lot unless yeah. you're really, really into him, which mm-hmm. I kind of am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's and, and six pack abs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not super fond of all the red coloring he's got. He's got a well, lot of red. A lot of red. He does kinda, have a lot of that's red. That's over the top. Yeah. But those things, you I mean, man, the things you can do with those horns. Whew, tell you. Like what? Yeah. Go into more detail, please. Uh, <laughs> you can do a nice charcuterie <laughs> on top of her head. <laughs> It, Not where I thought you were going with that. Uh, well, that's because you're a pervert. So, <laughs> yeah. On each episode, one of us will pick the topic and do the research, while the other two don't do shit. They don't even know what we're going to talk about until it's revealed here during our recording session. And don't forget to rate and review our show when and where you can, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And a quick scheduling note, we won't be publishing an episode two weeks from today, but we will be back Two weeks after that, we're going to take a short break, relax, recharge the batteries, maybe... John has to find himself. He's going to I find do. himself? Greg's going to write yeah. the great American novel. Um, what am I going to do? American slash Canadian novel. Oh, the great... I, uh, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I've always had a dream about just hanging out at a 7-Eleven for two and a half weeks straight, and uh, I'm going to go do that and get back to you. Okay. Let you know what it's like. Okay. So. Well. That's an interesting experience. Because if experiment. 90s movies taught me anything, hanging out at a convenience store with friends, that's, that's life. You know? Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. I thought Kevin was going to explore his plushy fashion, fascination and go to those conventions. Wasn't that what you were going to do? What's a plushy fascination? That, like he's looking at him, acting like he didn't know. Yeah, no, I really don't. I, is that like the same thing as the furry one? Oh, that's it. Flurry. I, furry. Flurry. I said, uh, flurry. I flurry. said McFlurries. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's a plushy fest? <laughs> I don't know. I guess like I thought it was furry. Furry fest. I, 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 I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> Good like, idea. Listen, here's the point. You like to dress up as an animal and fuck people who dress up as animals. That's what he's saying. Oh well, that's accurate. Okay. But who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> bears. They don't like dressing up. It's 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 so much warmer. You know, that's true. Especially it in is. the winter months. Yep. <laughs> when we return. 
Uh, we will be having a guest, which is super cool. Trevor Pullman from the podcast Believe It or Not will be joining us. It's a podcast that discusses uh, discusses religion, mostly the BS associated with. And it's a, it's a very funny show and a great listen. So uh, I'm really excited to have him on. I think it's going to be uh, a fun one. Seems like it's going to fit right in with John's construct of religion. I think it will fit in very, very well. Yes. And also your furry fascination. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, do you think there's a group of people that all dress up like Jesus and fuck each other? I'm not. I don't think I'd be surprised by anything. Or are they just called Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Wait, I don't think that's Catholicism. Oops. Actually, I'm not. I mean, I'm sorry. That's part of it. <laughs> that was a. I shouldn't have said that. That's true. I don't know what. Would they you do. like it stricken from the record? Mm, no. <laughs> no. 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 It's I fine. don't regret it that much. No. <laughs> Keep it in. All right, gentlemen. Anyone want to guess the topic tonight? Oh, wait. Is it going to be Wim Hof? Dude, you're impressive. Is it about David Hasselhoff? Oh, no, Wim but Hoff? that was going to be my next one, so you're both right. Is it, is it about mini golf? Uh, it's not about mini golf, but All what right. have we learned, you know? About mini golf? Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. Not a whole I lot. I hate it. That's, that, that shit frustrates me so bad. It's frustrating. It's kind of boring. You can't really drink there unless you sneak it in. I don't like it. Oh yeah. well, that it's yeah, not even true. fun. It's not even fun to do while you're high. I've never tried it high. I feel like I feel like I'd be kind of zoned in though. No, mm, not really. I've done no. it. Well, I mean, the problem is he always goes with his kids, <laughs> and he's just he's so stressed out and anxious because he's like, "Shit, I got high with my kids again." In fairness, so. every time I'm with my kids, I'm high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you yeah. met them? I mean, that's some, everyone's yeah. got a coping mechanism, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's mine's not having kids. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's how I cope. That is one way to do it. Having kids. Yep. So this is part two of my adventure with the Wim Hof method. If you're listening to us for the first time, don't start with this one. Go back and listen to part one or start with one of my other episodes because everybody knows my episodes are the best. And just so everyone knows, I have not told John or Greg anything about how this whole thing has gone. We haven't discussed it at all. So while they know the topic, they still don't know where the episode is headed. A couple of the things I know. Everyone knows the best episode ever was my episode, so let's not... Uh, Which one taxes? was that? Taxes? That was, yes, taxes was amazing. Uh, John's episode on calculators. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was fucking gripping. No, 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 that was so, the Dow. It sounded like no. it was about calculators, but it was about the Dow. I really needed a calculator for that episode. In, He's really 19, done a lot of boring topics. In 1933, topics. Texas Instruments created the calculator. Craig, don't give him any ideas. It's amazing our podcast doesn't get picked up by NPR. I know. I know. Well, if we keep doing that like, voice. This, I'm surprised I haven't called me and said, hey, drop those two guys. You're the guy with the fascinating topics. And I'm like, thank you, NPR. Uh-huh. God, I hope that happens. That would be awesome. I would love that. That would be, actually be pretty cool. I'm taking you with me, though. NPR, please reach out to John Banks at johnbanks.boring. Yeah. NPR, just, just the entire organization. There's no, <laughs> no one specific. Just NPR, please reach out to John. I'm waiting for you, Stephen Skeep. Stephen Skeep. <laughs> <laughs> Needed Totenberg. <laughs> a quick recap of episode one. Wim Hof, also known as the Iceman, is a Dutch, not Norwegian, motivational speaker and extreme athlete noted for his ability to withstand freezing temperatures. He has several records related to his ability to handle cold temperatures, which he attributes to his Wim Hof method. His Wim Hof method, which Greg thinks is an annoyingly self-indulgent name, consists of three pillars. Breathing, breathing, cold therapy, and commitment. 
Mm-hmm. So basically, just shit that happens while you're alive. But, uh, well, maybe. I mean, I mean, really, cold, maybe. If you're in a cold <laughs> environment, if you're a cold environment, it's easily two out of three are just basic. The third one, eh. You listen, we did a whole episode on it. You're acting like this is the first time you've heard of it. I'm not. I'm telling you, it's just ridiculous. He's, the, he's working on his type five. I, at, I, at, you know what? <laughs> he is right, I am. Me or Wim? <laughs> Now you oh, and you're doing point. terrible. It's a terrible type the, five. The last, <laughs> the last <laughs> topic I would ever pick for my type five is Wim Hof. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm okay. I'm hoping that that this episode you change my mind. And but let me tell we... you, just by looking at Kevin, I think he looks fantastic. He looks like ten years younger. His skin looks is glowing. glowing. Is at least one degree less pale. <laughs> He still looks a little feverish, but I wouldn't say like 102. It's more like 99.9. So, quick quick reminder, uh, something you didn't mention about Wim Hof was he destroyed his colon. <laughs> with a, with, and his rectum. Yeah. Otherwise known as the window to the colon. <laughs> yes. So, uh, that, that, uh, that's what you wanted me to lead with? <laughs> I mean, I just think it's important. Like, if you're just coming in and you're not going back to listen to the other episode, you need to know this guy... His, he ripped his colon apart by sitting on a fountain to give himself an enema. He had a purpose. That's so true. John and I, John and I, want to know what the state of your rectum is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we asking Wim Hof or just everyone who listens to the podcast? I think he's asking I, me. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see. I want to see Kevin's rectum right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or this episode is a failure. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's a failure if we see his rectum. Nope. I doubt it. I think I want to see it. Okay. Please, Kevin, go on. Well, don't ruin <laughs> my last call because that's my last call. So, this is you spreading up in your cheeks, and you're like, "Let's go, <laughs> everybody, drink." <laughs> All right. So, I practiced the Wim Hof method for six weeks. I did uh, the breathing exercises every morning, uh, and it's uh, did, uh, with a meditation uh, along with it. I did uh, like a half cold shower every morning. I said every. Admittedly, there were two or three days where I didn't for whatever reason. Sometimes I'd wake up with Elwood and things would get hectic and I would never get to the breathing, but it was rare. I also didn't do a cold shower on Thanksgiving. I felt like I earned that day to not do a cold shower. <laughs> I wanted to skip major holidays. I mean, come on. Yeah. You got you to treat yourself a little That's bit. That's right. Some right? warm water. Yeah, yeah. Hot water. I'm with you. So, it's difficult for me to speak to a lot of the supposed benefits. Uh, I actually really liked the breathing once I got it down. It's a really good uh, way to start your day. I'll go into more detail in a little bit. The showers, I don't know. I It, it, it gave me a burst in the morning, but I felt like... <laughs> I'm sure it did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get felt a like... burst in the shower every time, too. <laughs> Uh, that would be that'd be a weird time to masturbate in the shower and there's freezing cold water on you. But I don't know, maybe it'd be good. But, but how else are you gonna have an orgasm? That's true. That's true. Um, but I felt like once like the the kind of the energy wore off from that, like it, and it wore off pretty fast, that I felt like I was less and less getting a any sort of a boost out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was less and less a man. I grew a vagina. <laughs> oh my god, I want to try this. But yeah, that's an, a little known side effect of the Wim Hof method. But uh, but basically, I I don't know. I haven't. I I don't know if the if the showers were uh, were all that. Uh, you know that did all that much. And but. so that was that was a hundred seconds. You would take a shower and then do a hundred. I would seconds do cold so. Basically, I would do half my shower in it. So it was. Um, hang on, let me go further in my notes. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean. Yeah, to. Yeah. Well, well, you know what, John? We'll get to it. 
We're good. You have okay. to look at your notes to know how you showered. <laughs> no, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna go through. it. I wash my hair and then I condition my hair and then I do my feet. I, I was know. going to try to re. To, I was I'm, gonna. I won't wash my feet since 1979. <laughs> I was gonna I'm, try to like reorganize. Oh, oh. Okay. All right. He shut us up. Yeah, you Dang. don't need to explain yourself. We know that we were fucking with you. Well, I don't know that. That's true. And I'm Have very you met sensitive. Yes. Well, because you've been taking cold showers. So <laughs> <you're> <laughs> fucking irritable. Wim Hof. This Wim Hof guy made you pretty sensitive. <laughs> All right. So the first pillar is the breathing part. This is uh, again from their website. I read this last time, but just as a refresher, the first pillar of the Wim Hof method is breathing. We're always breathing, yet we're mostly unaware of its tremendous potential. Heightened oxygen levels hold a treasure trove of benefits, and the specialized breathing technique of the Wim Hof method unearths them all. More energy, reduced stress levels, and an augmented immune response that swiftly deals with pathogens. So his idea comes from a Tibetan form of uh, you know, breathing technique. And what you do is it's a short, powerful breath in, and then let it out without using any force. You do 30 to 40 of those. After the last exhale, you hold your breath for as long as you can. And when you need to take a breath again, you take a deep one and you hold it for 15 seconds. And then you repeat the whole process three to four times. So that sounds like exactly the way John handles penises entering his sphincter. I hold my breath. He does 30 to 40. (laughs) After his last (laughs) exhale, he holds his breath for as long as he can. When he needs to take a breath, he takes a deep one. Okay, holds. By the it for way, I'm not seconds. judging John. I think okay. it's it's wonderful. I just I wish wow. you would stop facetiming me while it's happening. Do you though? Do you really wish he'd stop? <laughs> no, I like it because you keep you keep answering. You see, it's me calling. <laughs> you know, it's seven o'clock. Picking up that phone though, aren't you, buddy? I don't want to be rude. <laughs> 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 What's weird is I could just hear it happening because John and I, when we FaceTime each other, we're like everybody else, and we just see each other's ceiling fans. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, occasionally I see Tanner's head over the phone. <laughs> Tanner's my dog. Okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't bring him into this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. Thank you. So my experience with the breathing, uh, as I said, I enjoyed that part. Uh, you get a little lightheaded, but in a good way. It's almost a euphoric feeling. <laughs> Because you're you're mimicking hyperventilation. Why are you laughing? I think it's funny that he's like his experience with breathing. Like, wow, <laughs> I've been breathing. Man. Greg, Sorry. you know what? Greg should not be a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like he can't even listen. No. I just did. Did you like you like the euphoric feeling of almost passing out? Well, yeah. I mean, on. no, I wasn't almost passing out. That's, I, I just said it. You get a little lightheaded. So what 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 did you? Because you said you really enjoyed it. Why? why? Well, so it's once I got it right, once I got it right, it it was it it made me feel good. I don't know what else to say. So okay, it sounds pretty I, defensive about feeling. I, good. No, I was, no, I was I was really curious. No, no, no. I, no, really, I know I was, you were. I know you were. I was yeah. trying to see if where I've got my. Uh, again, I'm trying to organize here. Am um, I asking you questions? Should I stop asking questions? No, no, no. no I want you ask questions. <laughs> so I it, don't. I thought we were having a conversation. So. Well, no, no. It is. So basically, <laughs> I think. It, it it was kind of a weird, it, it was a meditative type thing, you know, and I know, John, you have mm. experience meditating. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I would just like, it was a really good way to start my day. Like I would start the day and I, I would kind of get up after I was done doing all the, the breathing exercises and I would kind of just like, you know, stand up and start walking and still be kind of a little bit lightheaded, 
but not in a dangerous way, like I was going to fall and hit my head or something. <laughs> and then you grabbed Elwood and you go down yep. some stairs. You're like, fuck it. Elwood doesn't need any help falling. My God, that kid. Um, but uh, it's like Greg. That makes yeah, sense. Exactly. You're starting. You're starting your day in a relaxed state, and yeah. the more oxygen you get into your blood, the better. Right, and I think that's part of it as well. Like there was a few a few mornings where, you know, I because of my current child situation, I haven't been hungover in a very very long time. But there there were a couple mornings here and there, especially like after Thanksgiving and stuff, where I woke up and definitely had some cobwebs, you know. And but I would tell you that 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 really helps. It does help, kind of like reset you in a weird sort of way. I believe it. I know, I, you know, I've practiced meditation for a long time and the yeah. benefits are amazing. Breathing, it's just, it can be as simple as breathing. And that's one thing that Wim Hof got right. Good job, Wim. Yay, Wim. So getting it right uh, was key for me. Uh, when I had you guys join me last time in the breathing exercise in the last episode, I didn't do it quite right. So you take a short, powerful breath in, starting with your belly, then you expand your chest and then you release it without any force. But you let your body exhale. So it's like... Like it's like doing that over and over again. What we were doing when we were trying it is we were trying to we were letting the air out too slowly. So we were like doing this. But what I realized about that is is <laughs> you're well what you're doing is you're like sort of keeping your lungs from exhaling. You're like holding it in, but it feels like you're actually letting it go, but you're stopping it from going out. And oh, it takes some sense. practice before you kind of figure that out. But when I, you know, it's a, it's a bit tricky. It, it honestly is. You you just have to let your lungs release the air, but do it in a normal way, not in like a controlled way. Did you ever have Sheena like squeeze you? Like, yeah, like like just, an accordion, just like she jump on it my up, chest while I'm laying on my back, suck it back in, mm-hmm. and then push it out. Yeah. Given my history with uh, lung issues, I don't oh, think that's a good right. idea. <laughs> Probably not. Um, it is a bit tricky, but once I got it down, it was super easy. And I, the first day, uh, I started this, I watched a a video on the app where Wim shows you how to do the, uh, the tech, the, the breathing technique. And over a couple days I got the hang of it. And then I started getting that more like kind of almost euphoric feeling. Sometimes my mind would wander and I would suddenly realize I was just breathing real heavy, heavily, not in the way I'm supposed to. And I would notice it didn't have any feeling the same way as I do when I'm doing it properly. Uh, but then I'd get it right, and then I'd be I'd be okay. So doing that technique is vital in in getting anything from it. But but I would do I would do three sets basically a day, and um, yeah, I would just kind of get up afterwards and kind of just felt ready to attack the day, like mentally prepared to attack the day. It was kind of nice too. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not going through my news feed, looking at sports scores, or doing any of that stuff, or checking emails. I'm just going right into like like oh, like wellness to start the day, and I think there was something really satisfying about that. And do you well, do that? It, do you do that morning and night, or just in the morning? Just in the morning. Okay. Yeah, I I actually tried it once at night because I I don't sleep the best sometimes, and uh, I, I struggled with it. But I was also a little high, so it was a weird time to do it. What's Wim say about that? He I didn't see anything about drug use, so he he doesn't do drugs, as you remember. He can like make himself high by. Doing, mm-hmm. doing well, I, I think it, what Wim would say is that you definitely want to get a bong with an ice pinch. And uh, and when you're smoking weed, you want to smoke it using the ice pinch so it's cold going into your lungs because he likes cold stuff. Is that a that thing? Would be my guess. An ice pinch? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I've never had Really? No. Oh. oh. Dude. Oh. That's the John Banks method. Is hey, it cool? We're going we're gonna to start a new podcast called Bong Talk. <laughs> bong <laughs> it's, Talk. It's gonna be, it's going to be like one episode that's 10 minutes long. Bong talk it, with but, John. 
Yeah, yeah. It would probably do really well. <laughs> <laughs> probably would. That's I'll I'll get, I'll get really big and then I'll just take that money and I'll feed us <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> Getting that bong money. Bong money, baby. It's where it's at. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the second pillar is cold therapy. Again, from the website. The cold is your warm friend and one of the three pillars of the Wim Hof method. Proper exposure to the cold starts a cascade of health benefits, including the buildup of brown adipose tissue and resultant fat loss, reduced inflammation that facilitates a fortified immune system, balanced hormone levels, improved sleep quality, and the production of endorphins, the feel-good chemicals in the brain that naturally elevate your mood. This method uses cold showers and ice, ice baths to apply the cold therapy. I wanted to do an ice bath, but I never did it. Partially just because I was just really busy, and also I just kind of didn't want to. So yeah, it seems yeah. very uncomfortable. It does. Yeah, can you imagine that? Like, there's some pictures on the website of people doing ice baths, and it's really weird. There's like this picture of this big inflatable pool with ice water in it, and just like dudes in a circle sitting in there looking miserable. Yeah, what? I uh, I like to do the opposite of that. I like to run a really hot bath mm-hmm. and then get in there with bubbles and maybe like a little bath bomb like right under my nether region so it's like all fizzy. And then I like to read a book. And every once in a while I like to keep, I like keep putting the hot water on so it stays warm the whole time in it. How do you keep the pages from getting wet? Um, don't drop it in the bath. Okay, you you got me. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> He's had all his books laminated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have, a, I have a person who who hangs from the ceiling, and I have Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise hangs from the ceiling and turns the pages. Oh, that's, that's yeah. That can't be can't be is, cheap. Is, is, no. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that if that's expensive? Yeah, very expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I should probably stop. It's terrible for my retirement. So I did do the cold showers, as I mentioned. Um, I do take pretty fast showers. Uh, so so half my shower would be cold. I would do like I would lather up and rinse off my body in the warm water. Wait, wait. So I, I really you do want to say it know. slower. No, 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 no. I mean, yes, but maybe after we're done. But um, when I'm when I'm in the FaceTime call with Greg, that's when I want you to hop on there and talk about it slower. But so I'm curious when you say you take a fast shower. Yeah. Like I, I really because I take I do not take a fast shower. Right. Even when I'm trying to be fast, I still have five minutes. I, I'm just not fast at taking a shower. So I don't know why that is, but like, what's a fast shower for you? Well, I mean, if I'm hustling, I can do you know two or three minutes. But I mean, I'm not. Like as a general rule, I'm probably anywhere from like, you know, three to five minutes. Wow. I'm literally 10 to 15 minutes. That's a long shower. Both John and Kevin don't know that I have cameras set up in their bathrooms. (laughs) And right now they're both lying. (laughs) They're both lying. How long does John take? Well, first of all, you can't count the (laughs) pre-masturbation to my shower. (laughs) <laughs> nor the nor the masturbation while showering or the post masturbation the rinse yeah, yeah. <laughs> rinsing, rinsing everything off just in case none of those count i'm just talking about i just like said i love sitting under like a hot shower and letting it hit the back of my neck i just sure. i mean i could take a shower in like three minutes but it's like that part i just yeah. love that. you just you, you you just you extend it out a little bit are we talking about that the fact that hot water feels good when it's coming. Yes, yes, all it feels fucking great. Yeah, on every, your body. Everybody knows that, John. But it's like I'm in the shower and I'm just like, okay, so this feels amazing, and out there is life trying to crush me, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so I want to stay in that warm, wet cocoon for as long as I well, can. It probably warm, is the closest cocoon. you'll ever get to being in your mama's womb again. So you're probably so you. trying to recapture that. <laughs> what? What? So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I do. I I wash my body in in warm water, and then I do my hair and my face in cold water, and then I would kind of stand under the cold water for a little bit, and I'd make sure I let it hit the back of my neck for a while because you're right, John. That is where like it warms your whole body up. Mm. Also, also makes your body totally freezing. So no, I would imagine. It, uh, so probably uh, my guess is somewhere between a minute and a half to two minutes of cold water every So every do you morning. wash condition, wash condition, or do you just No conditioner wash. for this guy. I'm all just, just shampoo. No conditioner. Yeah, we can, we can really? tell. What does that mean? It shows. Well, how does it show? Your hair is, looks crispy. It's not crispy. It is. No, it's not. It's not. Conditioner gotta, just gotta, weighs I'm... it down. No, it doesn't. All right, we're not getting it. This is not what this episode is about. <laughs> it makes it soft. So admittedly, it get, got a lot colder here in Colorado lately. So, so did the water temperature. So there were some mornings where I went all the way cold, and then there were some where I backed it off just a little bit because it was a little bit numbing. But don't, it was still freaking you, cold. Don't you I just ideally think that cold water makes you tense and shrink up and like puts you on a heightened state of shower alert, and warm water does the opposite? It's soothing, relaxing, and calms you down. Can I ask for clarification on shower alert? Uh, you never know. If, <laughs> I, I feel like you're you're pushing my buttons right now because you damn well know what shower alert means. You're avoiding the question. <laughs> you've seen you've seen my six part episode on shower alert right now. First of all, I want to say, Greg, nice spin, very nice spin. Yeah, so you're welcome. But I too would like to know what shower what the fuck a shower alert is. <laughs> so. <laughs> You never know, man. You never know when when you need to. I mean, you gotta you gotta get all your faculties ready to go just in case someone breaks in and pulls back your Jeff Goldblum shower curtain. Can I tell you something? Like living living alone, I will say, especially as I get older, I am so conscious of where I'm standing and stepping in a shower because I have this fear that I'm going to slide, hit my head. Not die. Dying's fine. Break my neck, and then be and like slowly drown in water. Mm. That is a fear that I have. So let's just so wait. That's that's dying though. Well, I'm, but sl- I'm saying not dying like slow death. Right, like a yeah. slow death. He fears like, slow like a, death. He's totally fine with the instant. I'm gone. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, but I'm saying like it's like it's gonna be like one second of oh shit, and then it's over, or maybe oh, and then it's over. But like, I, if I'm sitting there with my neck broken, you don't even think you get two words out. I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if you broke your neck, and then I'd be like Kathy Bates in that movie. What was well, that as, misery as misery, as I yeah. was falling, I could be your misery nurse. Like my brain, you know, your brain moves super fast when you're falling. So as I was falling, I was. You're be thinking, the one that falls all the time off of ladders. <laughs> I do. People, I, I, most adult people aren't falling. That's why I'm afraid. So because <laughs> I fall, that does but, explain it. My, my, as I fall, I think the thought going through my head, because it, it would be happening so fast, words could not come out of my mouth, but the thought would be, are Kevin and Greg really going to join the rainbow butt plugs? That would be the question going through my mind before I died. That, that's a bleak end. Yeah. It's just no. It's just no. no. You know, oh. it's it's not like an existential oh. question that can't be answered. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's been debated by philosophers since the beginning of time. You don't know that. You know, yeah, it's just you don't no. Know that. Well, it's a, it involves me and you, Kevin. Oh, well, you still don't know that technically. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Just one prophet. one we really on know profits. another rainbow butt plugger. No, no, that's true. So I also did a creek jump with our boy McKay. Sweet. Did you ask him about his name? It is his name, yes. 
That's like the name that his parents gave him. It's what he told me his name was. And he said, yes, I know. It's unique. Did he listen to our podcast? He did. Was he upset that I questioned his name? <laughs> Does he want to kill Greg? He did not mention anything specifically, but he also didn't say he didn't want to kill Greg. Uh, I think <laughs> do also you think, did he say that, that he would like to beat me up? He Again, no, but also did not say he didn't want to beat you up. Did, has, okay, he, wait, wait. has he studied martial arts? <laughs> did, did, did he say he wanted to learn the tango with Greg? Um, that he did say actually. All right, all right yeah. cool. There you go, Greg. And that was a yes. That was that was a hard yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody's right, flying to Colorado. I'm looking and forward to meeting you. And then he did mention that he was going to murder you after that. That's the way to go. Yeah. That's the, I don't. <laughs> and it was our twist of fate. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Who's gonna dip who though in the tango? He's gonna dip you and then stab you in the neck. <laughs> so <laughs> dip, I'm gonna get stab. dipped and stabbed. Experience like the best feeling yes. of my life and then die. Yeah. Okay. All right, McKay. Give it your best shot. So McKay and his buddy Adam have been jumping into a creek in Lyons, Colorado every Sunday morning for a year. So they decided to have a year anniversary party in early December and invited a bunch of family and friends. And Sheena, Elwood, and I went. I was the only one who went into the water, though. I wanted to bring Elwood. Sheena said no. I think that's good parenting on Sheena's Sheena, part. <laughs> Sheena's a good mom. She's a much better parent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, really cool people, and a lot of people were there, and a good amount of them jumped. I was impressed. We got very lucky on the weather. It was about 60 degrees with some on and off sun. Uh, it was really windy. That part sucked, but it, it still, the, the, at least the sun was out to some degree, and it wasn't uh, crazy cold. But as one uh, local guy said uh, when, who was there, the air may be warm, but the water is still December cold. And he was not wrong. That water was very cold. Did you scream when you hit the water? So McKay and Adam gave us a little tutorial. They were talking to us about like, you know, encourage us to do some push-ups or jumping jacks beforehand because you get your blood moving. Uh, he, they talked about how your body can handle more than your brain thinks. So try to like, you know, you try to, you know, get out of your own head and, and, and try to be positive about being able to, to be okay with it. And then they jumped in and the rest of us followed like kind of one by one. I wasn't nervous at all. Uh, but I did have a, mo- a moment of pretty strong anxiety, like right before I jumped. Like I didn't have any, I was just kind of joking around about it and, you know, loosening up and stuff. But right before I jumped, I got very anxious. But Do you know went, why? Why? Because your body knows you're stupid. <laughs> so your body is, yeah. It's true. <laughs> your body was Your like, mind-body connection hey, was like going, hey, hey, dumb fuck. Let's make better decisions. It's not a bad day, but we know that water is December cold because that guy told us. So what are you doing? So when you jump in, like, was McKay just swimming around and shit? So, yeah, McKay and Adam were kind of there in the middle, just kind of watching people to make sure nobody, like, freaked out or anything, I think. Like, in the water? Oh, so they jumped in, and they just hung out for a long time. In the water? In the water, yeah, yeah. In the freezing cold water? Freezing cold water, yeah. Mm. Uh, When I hit the water at first, like, I went in, and it was like, you know, oh, okay, that's crazy. And it wasn't until, like, I came back up, because it went all the way in, all the way under, and when I came back up, that's when I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I think that's pretty much what I said. It, yeah. it like hit me like a truck. Like it was like, holy shit, this is so fucking cold. And McKay was there and he was like talking to me about like trying to help with my breathing and stuff like that. And it's, it's very, very difficult uh, to get your wits about you. You know, you're just kind of like, you're just, there's like a weird shock thing that happens. And I admittedly don't remember a ton of the experience of when I was in the actual Yeah, water. that's because you died. 
I did not die. It mm-hmm. killed you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I did no, not die. Yeah, 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 that's what death feels like. Here's the thing, Kevin. You're, you're explaining the shutdown of your brain and your body. That's de- you were dying. Because <laughs> listen, thank you, Doctor Mitchell. I don't know if you know this or not, Whatever. but Greg went to college and got a psychology degree. So if anyone knows when you're dying, it's him. That is true. That is I, true. You don't have to be a psych major to know when you're dying. <laughs> to know when Kevin's dying. So I tried to do the breathing thing, but like I said, it was it's hard to kind of get your wits about you. I, I stayed in the water for what felt like a couple minutes. Uh, Sheena took a video, which I will post on our Insta. I'll put together and post on our uh, our YouTube channel. But it proves it was more like around thirty seconds. <laughs> 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 I was watching it and I'm like, that was it. Oh god! But like my, my fucking legs and feet were getting so numb, and it took a really long time before they felt normal again. Like even when I got home and I took a fully warm shower. Uh, my legs felt just so cold still. It was really hard to get... Do you know get... why? I actually know the answer to this. Because you were you know... dying. Is no, he wasn't dying. One of those things? No, he wasn't no. dying. No, no. So your body, basically your body pulls in all your warmth to your core because it's basically like the most important thing is your body protects your organs. You can live without legs and arms. You cannot live without your organs. Did we so, talk about that on this show? Because someone else mentioned that, too. I don't too. think so. Maybe, no. yeah, maybe we, McKay... We did, talk about this. we did talk about this on the show. We did? We did? Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. talking with somebody when? about the, that same thing, that yeah. your, your body goes into a, like, hey, we don't, we don't need that arm, but we do need right, right. all of the stuff so in the center. So that part should be telling you that you should not jump into fucking freezing water, <laughs> Hoff. If your, body's do, if your body's doing the thing it needs to do to not die, mm-hmm. then you should not do the thing that your body is not dying from. You know, John, you're smarter than you look. We <laughs> we talked about hypothermia, I think, and we mentioned that people tend to like strip off all their clothing when they're in the throngs of uh, their fugue state. So it, it sounds like you were kind of right there at the cusp. I don't know if I was on the cusp of hypothermia, but it definitely was. My legs were fucking cold. That is for yeah. sure. That, I mean, none of this... None of this sounds like something where I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Nope. Well, yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for most, I would say. I am definitely not going to go start doing it every week with them. Sorry, McKay, if you're listening, but uh, I'm glad I did it. I enjoyed it. It was a fun experience. Everybody was really cool, and it was like, uh, I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I did it. So, so why, why are you why glad, you, sure. did, why you're, you're glad you did this, but you're still not open to like just kissing and see where it goes? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so... That- it took me off guard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how do you think I feel right now? You know? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm glad I did this thing that also kill me, but I'm not worth a kiss. Ah, so what do you think is, is kissing John is worse than losing your feet? <laughs> no, I'll tell same. you what, John. This <laughs> is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Gonna you're going gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna fly out here, and I'm going to jump into the creek, and I'm going to hold out my arms and be like, now's the time. But you got to come in here. And then Ooh, I'm going to walk away. And challenge go accepted. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'll come. I'll come to Colorado, but well, I won't jump into the thing. So on to pillar three: commitment. And within the pillar of commitment, they talk about meditation as well. Again, from the website, the third pillar of the Wim Hof method is the foundation of the other two. Both cold exposure and conscious conscious breathing require patience and dedication in order to be fully mastered. Armed with focus and determination. You are ready to explore and eventually master your own body and mind. So as I touched on earlier, my, my commitment level was not perfect, but it was very, very good. Uh, the website talks about willpower as it relates to the commitment part. 
The idea is that the method trains the brain to improve willpower and self-control and teaches people to observe their thoughts, emotions, and impulses without identifying or acting on them. I have pretty good willpower and self-motivation as a general rule, unless, as we've discussed in the past, I'm smoking weed because then all the willpower goes out the window and I house a bag of Cheetos. But overall, and you also I, smoke weed every day. So what's smoke that say weed about every day? Well, sometimes I only just do it at the end of the night to, just to sleep. I don't get up in the middle okay. of the night and go eat Cheetos. <laughs> I'm not judging it. I have the Cheetos next to my bed. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> I have a feeding tube to avoid your bag of Cheetos is your pillow. That's right. What? Yes. Yes. It's, so by the end of the night, it's it's pretty flat. <laughs> so anyway, so because I have the good willpower and self-motivation, I felt I was a good candidate to give this a shot. Uh, I had way more success meditating this way than any other way that I've tried. Uh, the meditation generally will happen during the hold. So after the 30 to 40 short breaths and you hold your breath, you're, you're meditating during that time. And it's interesting because they always tell you when meditating to focus on your breathing. Obviously, you can't do that if you're holding your breath. I read somewhere that Wim Hof suggests uh, imagining a third eye on your forehead. I didn't do that because I feel like that would freak me out. But something about holding my breath allowed me to focus more and my mind didn't wander nearly as much. I mean, the whole process of this breathing is sort of like a meditation, you know, because you're not thinking about much else, ideally. So... And maybe that's, you know, you asked earlier, John, what I liked about it. And maybe that's part of it. I mean, it really was a, you know, it is a, a, a meditation process, you know. Would you say that your third eye was blind? I was going to start singing a song, but I, it's not, hey, now you're an all-star, right? Or is it? I don't, I don't know. Um, that song about tacos? Is that, Everybody, is that anybody who knows the third eye blind song, call in now and tell us. Our phones are open. That's right. Phone <laughs> lines are open, folks. Call 555-555-5555. So some days I was able to hold my breath longer than others. According to the app, my average was a minute and 27 seconds. My longest hold that I did was two minutes and nine seconds. I didn't, I didn't really push too hard. Like if I felt the desire to breathe, you know, and it was getting stronger, I would just breathe. I wasn't sitting there seeing like, oh, how long can I go? You know, I figured... That's not what I'm after. I'm trying to like experience this whole meditative process and I didn't want to just kind of fuck it up by just trying to set records or something because it doesn't really matter, obviously. I don't even know if you're supposed to push it, but I didn't at any rate. But anyway, I hate the feeling of being out of air a lot. So I don't like, it's like oh, that's why I'm not a very good swimmer. <laughs> I'm not a good swimmer. I mean, I, I can do, I've got long arms and stuff, so the process isn't bad for me, but and I'm a good backstroke, but I just have a hard time with the breathing. That's what people say about Kevin. He's got a good backstroke. They yeah. do. They yeah. yeah. It's on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> you mean MySpace? It's on my MySpace profile. That's right. My MySpace profile. It's led to so I'm many in a opportunities. Band called Grover, and uh, I got a really good backstroke. <laughs> Was that the name of your band? Was it Grover? Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh God, that'd be so awesome. That would be I would a good name. To I kind of like that name. I watch a lot of Sesame Street these days, so that's good. I'm job. sure you do. Um, so yeah, I don't really have any questions about breathing. Greg? Nope. I got to pee. All right. Back to you, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, let's take a break. And maybe when you come back, you'll have questions about breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and hold my breath while I pee. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> okay. Hopefully I don't pass out and hit my head. All right. We'll be right back. The Battleground This Election 
is Georgia. We got to fight like we've never fought before. A historic rematch for governor. Democracy only works when we work for it. In control of the Senate. It is time for me to get out and fight. Will all be decided here. Welcome to the blue Georgia. Know what's really going on with the Politically Georgia podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We were there before all this media attention. Our team of journalists are the authority on the campaign trail. The results will have implications for years to come. Politically Georgia, hosted by AJC political insiders Greg Bluestein and Patricia Murphy. Follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So have you guys checked out the new podcast Guru app on Apple yet? Yes, I have. I fucking love I, that thing. I actually, I use that baby now. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. It is a great app. It's a great app. There's no banner ads. There's no fluff. There's no fluffers. If there's um, one thing I well, wait, hate. Wait, 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 wait. Back it up. You said there's no fluffers? Uh, I, yeah. It's, a, it's in beta still. I'm using the wrong app. <laughs> so <laughs> I use, what, say what was the app again? <laughs> Podcast Guru. Oh, yes. No, that's a good app as well. But uh, not, yeah. yeah not the one you were on. referring to. Not, not the one I thought it was, so. So John's doing a really good job endorsing Podcast Guru. No, but yeah. I, well, I'm, tr- I'm trying to endorse fluffers. <laughs> yeah. You know we what? They don't get enough credit. They really don't. No, but it is, it is a really cool app. Yeah. It's but, a great app. No, it's very simple. No fluffing. Very easy to easy to navigate, easy to uh, easy to store your favorites, easy to access your favorites. It's it's uh, it's well worth the download. That's the uh, app again is Podcast Guru. It's now available on iOS and it's also of course available on Android. So download it today and give us a five star review. I mean, why not? We're we're nice and buy our T-shirts. And what does our T-shirt say, Greg? Our T-shirt says, "I want to kill John Banks." Yep. With- okay, that's that is that one is of a them. good T-shirt idea <laughs> on, <laughs> on the front. On the front, but the back says, "Anal Jesus." <laughs> anal <laughs> Jesus. That's right. I forgot. We have not done Got the Anal it. Jesus ones yet, but we'll get on that. I promise. Okay. The title okay. of our last episode that we published. All right, let's talk science. What do you think? Oh. oh. Okay, this is a subject that I'm really good at. I like <laughs> it when it comes on Jeopardy. I'm ready to go, man. Let's fucking science the shit out of this fucking shit, man. All right, that's a good that's a good way to intro into that. I'll take so, what is science for one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of scientific claims on the Wim Hof site, but I wanted to get some outside info on that. So, <laughs> what is E equals MC squared? <laughs> <laughs> There's a website called sciencebasedmedicine.com that explores issues and controversies in science and medicine. An article from January of this year by Harriet Hall, MD, who is also known as the Skeptoc and is a retired family <laughs> physician who writes about pseudoscience and questionable medical practices. So, you know, for what that's worth. But anyway, Wim has an identical twin. I didn't know that because so last episode, I didn't want to look into any people's experience or the science or anything because I wanted to go in completely... You know. Is his name Dim? No, no. Well, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> it's a very good uh, question. I, I actually don't know his name. Do you know what's not identical? The scar tissue on their colons. Touche. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, well, it's true. So his, his, his twin lives a pretty sedentary lifestyle without exposure to extreme cold, but he does do the breathing stuff. So I'm going to give you a quick definition before I quote the article. Thermogenesis is the process of heat production in organisms. An example 
of thermogenesis would be shivering. Your body shivers to attempt to produce heat when you're cold. Oh. Okay. Thermogenesis. Also, listening to Genesis while in a mummy sleeping bag. Thermogenius. Genius. Okay. Yeah. Just... Just really? cut that out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I take, quit. Take, I take quit. that out. Full <laughs> time to him, Mike. Yeah. I, I apologize. I let you both down. Yeah. And I'm moving the historians, let's be honest. Yeah. Everyone. Life. The world. So from Space the article, a study comparing uh, the brothers' responses to a challenge of cold exposure found no difference in cold-induced thermogenesis, suggesting that habitual exposure to extreme cold was not a factor. However, both twins did have similarly high levels of cold-induced thermogenesis. This was attributed to the brothers' practice of a G-tumo-like breathing technique, suggesting that the vigorous isometric respiratory muscle contractions caused increased heat production. So basically saying the breathing itself, because that causes heat production, that is more the reason that they're able to, uh, you know, that they, they have the thermogenesis, not the constant exposure to the cold. So you can't quite build up a tolerance to cold extremes. That's pretty much what this particular study was saying, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Or you can't, but maybe you can build a tolerance, it's... but it, you can't, you can't, your body doesn't start producing heat more just because you're more used to doing that. But that doesn't mean that it's, it's necessarily not beneficial. Very true, yeah. Yeah. But it also well, doesn't mean that it is. Maybe, but maybe the fact that you don't build up a tolerance to cold exposure is a good thing, and mm-hmm. it means that your response to it, like the more response you have, or the more consistent responses you have to cold exposure, is better for you. I don't fucking know. It's very, it's a very good point. I, that, that could very well be. I like that. I like that you're thinking. John's just <laughs> sitting there like an idiot. Yeah. He is a fucking well, idiot. Well, I'm really, I'm still regretting my joke. I just, I really can't. Move <laughs> we on. are, buddy. We um, are. No one's been able to move fat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are trying, and I'm sorry. It's just, I feel. <laughs> well, we're trying really, because you have to keep living your life. We're not really going to live in your I do. joke. It's, it's in here. It's in here, and I'm about to go on vacation. It's, yeah. I just ruined my whole vacation. <laughs> the whole flight, you're going to be thinking, God damn it! <laughs> and now the worst part is, John. Now I can't take it out. I know. We've I know. talked about it too much. I know. It's yeah. Uh, if you take that out, I'm quitting the podcast. You've left in so many really? of my shitty jokes. That's true. Well, but all your jokes are shitty jokes. Oh, I haven't heard that one since I fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? All right. I don't know. I think you're supposed to say I've been hearing that. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, so. <laughs> geez, all day nice. stuff. Where did I suck my jokes? <laughs> Where am I? As we talked about in part one, G-Tumo breathing techniques have uh, long been practiced in Tibet and are reported to enable practitioners to voluntarily raise their body temperatures. A 2013 study found that forceful breathing during G-Tumo increases body heat production, but only temporarily. Meditation is required to sustain the response. Did you ever see that movie, Seven Years in Tibet with Brad Pitt? I think I did back when it came out in, like, what was it, 80s, 90s? 90s. 90s? Yeah, he was, was kind of depressing. Yep. Yeah, I remember that being depressing. But for any of your listeners that haven't seen it, you should. It's it's good. I mean, it's got yeah, Brad Pitt when he's young. That's enough reason. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh, the article points out that more research is needed to draw a real conclusion, but there is evidence that the breathing technique can help handle cold temperatures. 
2018 Smithsonian Magazine article by Joshua Rapp Learn entitled Science Explains How the Iceman Resists Extreme Cold does a pretty good job of translating the medical speak from some of these studies into words that people like us can understand, which is nice. You, you guys ever in your research read some of those like medical studies and science studies and stuff? I, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. Have it's you like ever tried to way. explain the Tao to somebody? <laughs> <sighs> That, that would, shit is difficult, especially when I don't fucking under, I'm just telling you what I read. <laughs> like yeah, That's all I can no, no, do. No, and you're asking no. me to translate it. I well, don't know how to translate it's it. It's not just explaining the Tao to somebody. It's explaining the Tao to Kevin. And that is not <laughs> yeah. a good thing. That is not my world. I proved that. And I'm comfortable with that. I mean, I, obviously, it, it was like for both of us, uh, John's no better at explaining. It's, it's, like a, it's like two monkeys watching two monkeys try to, I don't know. Fuck a football. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I'm a Tao expert? And I know everything about the Tao. God, I just didn't want to I don't think ruin your true. episode. Hmm. That would have helped. Uh, would have helped a lot, Greg. You want to see my Tao tattoo? So it also uh, the art, this article comes to a similar conclusion as the previous article that scientists aren't quite sure how the hell he does this. Otto Music of uh, Wayne State University School of Medicine put Wim Hof into an MRI machine while exposing him to cold water and analyzed what was going on inside his body. And after, pray tell what was going on. After, after doing his exercises <laughs> to get himself ready for the cold, they put him in a special suit and they sent water through it, alternating between cold and hot in five-minute intervals. Music and his co-authors published a study in the uh, journal Neuroimage. They found that Hoff could use his mind to artificially induce a stress response in his body, which helps him handle the cold. From the article... By accident or by luck, he found a hack into this physiological system, Music says. He adds that this hack allows Hoff to feel euphoric while in a freezing cold environment that would be unpleasant in normal circumstances. The researchers tested Hoff's responses alongside around 30 control subjects. Why don't you just marry him already if he's so great? Because I'm already married. Oh, good point. Music said <laughs> that was I think that was the shortest conversation we've ever had. I think so too. <laughs> Music said that Hoff activates a part of the brain that releases opioids and cannabinoids into the body when he's exposed to cold. It seems like it'd be easier just to take the drugs. Yeah. 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 I know and, that's what and, you would do, John. And, and avoid yeah. the cold. Yeah. Well, cold I would then. do it, I would I would do it in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. To not get cold. What's yeah. it say about nachos? Uh, not a lot of nacho research in this one. Okay. I'm just pairing my Hoff, favorite Hoff things. has triggered his brain when he's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so essentially, what this does is inhibit the signals responsible for telling your body that you're in pain or cold. That's what the opioids and cannabinoids do, which obviously makes sense because you take opioids when you're in pain. And it triggers a release of dopamine and serotonin, Music says this is what gives that euphoric effect. So the brain can change your perception of pain. Just like what we talked about last episode when uh, John's brother didn't realize there was a bone sticking out of his leg after his accident. You know, your brain can trick you into either whether it's a fight or flight or, or whatever. The example that the article gave was you, if you're being chased by a tiger and you sprain your ankle, your brain knows the larger danger is the tiger, so it releases those opioids and cannabinoids to ensure you keep running from the danger. That's obviously people that are just not Jewish. <laughs> because <laughs> we stop to complain about everything. <laughs> Even the tiger? Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll be like, oh, my ankle. Oy. I'm getting mauled. Oy. Tiger, time out. Time out, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cold in here to you? I need a sweater. Is it, are, you've got to be cold, Tiger. It is not warm out here. <laughs> so is it that his body's going into shock? Because that's also like when your body's in shock, it kicks all that stuff out. You're right, but it never mentions going into shock. It just called it a stress response. He's probably putting himself into an artificial shock. Yeah, kind of. I guess you're right. But but it's like a controlled shock, if that makes any sense. And were we ever made clear that the bone that was sticking into John's brother's leg was indeed his own? Yes, it was his own leg. Okay. His own bone. Yeah. Just hmm. want to make sure. That would have been uh, yeah. weird if a projectile yeah. bone <laughs> hit him in the leg. That That'd be gross. That would be, be pretty gross. gross. Yeah. Uh, it was gross either way. Yeah. So basically, Hoff figured out how to control this, you know, that stress response, which is, which is pretty wild. Music said he's unsure of how Hoff avoids frostbite, though. He thinks his method might actually suppress tissue swelling and other immune reactions, but he's not 100% sure how. And the article ends with, uh, with a really great quote that I liked from, from, from Dr. Music. You can think whatever you want, but your body still freezes and you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite. He's yeah. pretty good. So I'm not, Dr. but I, it's so everything I was reading about the science, you know, there, there's other studies out there. I mean, if you want to learn more, there's all kinds of other things, but the overall consensus seems to be that there are some encouraging signs that Wim Hof, that the Wim Hof method could help alleviate some symptoms of variety of de- diseases. Even there's been some tests involved with Parkinson's, but there's still a lot of research to be done before anything can be, you know, determined for sure. And People kind of don't really know how the hell he can do what he does, like run marathons, half marathons, and snow barefoot and stuff like that. It's weird. I don't know. He's a weird dude. Maybe he's just a, he's like David Blaine. Or like an X-Men. Or mentally ill. <laughs> One of those three for sure. Yeah. But he would still suffer the consequences of a physiological response. Would he? I don't know. Oh, good point. We're not doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire tonight. But just except that, things. Except that one. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah. It's been I worth mean, it ever since. I mean, they've been tried, aces, you know, ever since. He's coming. He's coming out hot from there, trying yeah. to make up for lost. Uh, for a sometimes you need a dud to kind of kick you in the gear. You know, I learned. I learned. That's why I learned a lesson. And I moved on. So history did not defeat itself in this instance for John. <laughs> oh, it's poetic. <laughs> All right. So here are uh, some claims the website makes, and my personal experience from the Wim Hof method related to these uh, claims. So. Stress reduction was the first one. And truthfully, I have felt less stressed as of late, despite being busier than I've ever been. So it's it's very possible that there's something there. I've also been able to have more of a control-what-I-can-control attitude lately between the frustration of the seemingly never-ending pandemic and the anti-vaxxers and the supply chain issues, which are making my job so difficult. I've started kind of taking a different mental approach and not let myself get all pissed off about it. I mean, maybe doing these breathing exercises and stuff have helped me get there. Maybe I got there on my own. I, I don't know. Um, I wonder I suppose- if it's. I wonder if it was like a self fulfilling prophecy. Like you knew that these Wim Hof methods were the success of them would be you being more relaxed or more uh, tolerant of adversity. But if you didn't know going in what the results would be, and you were taking cold showers, or maybe you heard the opposite, like cold showers are going to make you more tense and you tried that anyway, maybe it would have turned you into a fucking asshole. Turned me into an asshole. That's that's nice, because you've called me an asshole multiple times. I don't think you're an asshole at all. Oh, I think John's nice. an asshole. Okay, oh, yeah. well, I want to... 
Whoa. I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> Did you just say I'm an asshole? Mm. Okay. You're doing right, that right, classic well, thing where you were just thinking about what you were going to say and you didn't listen to what I said. Okay, go. No, I, I did listen to what you were going to say. No, That's I already well. said it. Not what no, no, I was going to say. No, I listened and and mm-hmm. and I just want to say, wow, that was really stupid. What a stupid, stupid thought you had. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually kind of agree with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, if I was so true, <laughs> if I was truly going to do a controlled uh, uh, test or experiment i I would have had to not know i I did purposely not read people's you know i read for this part two yeah for part two i read a lot of articles where people talked about how their experience was but i purposely didn't read any of that or the science before part one because i knew i was going to do it this way so i tried to but but you know the I, i couldn't help but go to the website and see what all the claims that they make so you're right you're right i definitely had that in my head but Hey, whatever the whatever the reason, the result is good. I'm definitely feel less stressed and more relaxed. So I guess that's. A good I just thing. thought of something. Um, is your does your last call entail you revealing that your next episode is going to be a part three? I guess you'll just have to wait and find out. Oh, the suspense is killing me. I don't is know what Wim, to talk about for three. Is episodes Wim Hof? Of Wim Hof? Is Wim Hof your spirit animal? So wait, I am surprised. I am surprised that you get stressed. By, you don't seem like a guy who would get stressed by that kind of stuff. Um, I yeah, I I mean, I mean, you're human, so every human gets stressed. Yeah, but, I mean, I, but, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm one of those people that'll, you know, I'll, I'm pretty stress free over overall, and then it I bottle it up for a while, and then I then I explode in a in a in a glory of rage. Mm. But it's Can a I glory hole. Of rage, maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I think, I think <laughs> though, it's it's like I'm never. That doesn't sound like a happy place or a good thing to do. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just see it on the news, or just like a whole bunch of guys in a glory hole. Like, I don't know what happened. All right, it was just like some sort of like tornado of just rage that came in. <laughs> and well, maybe I they don't... didn't know what was going on. You know? Yeah, that's true. But I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty stress free guy overall. I mean, I, I do, I do get. I, I have a, a temper that kind of shows up every once in a while. And when it does, I, I, I never hurt, you know, take it out on any person, but I do take it out on inanimate objects sometimes. But, um, I bit the shit out of a door once. And yeah. The fucker, it, it had it coming. Oh, I kicked a drywall once that yeah. I just hung cause it didn't hang very well. So <laughs> take that money. I spent drywall's hard. Um, it is. Oh, so hard. It's such a pain. Although it's really easy to kick a hole through. Oh, yeah. very easy. But, but and, also because of that satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you hit the stud. No, no, no. That would have been bad. Yeah, that would have hurt. Yeah. Why would I be inside the wall? But <laughs> Boy. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to me. I was doing better and so I regressed. <laughs> yeah, we're heading backwards. We're heading backwards. But so anyway, um, yeah, I, for whatever reason, I've, I've been feeling more, a little more stress-free lately, and that's good. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. Another uh, benefit, according to the website, is faster recovery from physical exertion and improved sports performance. I, I'm not sure on that one i haven't really felt a difference there i did notice that how i felt during and after a run didn't seem affected by when i did the breathing i tried once doing a lot of sports performance these days uh less (laughs) but i tried i tried i did the breathing once before you know before i took a run sometimes and then i would do it afterwards and i just didn't notice a difference you know, I didn't know, I didn't feel like if I did the breathing technique beforehand, I had all this extra, you know, energy for running or anything like that. It was definitely, didn't, didn't notice that at all. I, I have heard, obviously, that, that cold tubs are great after workouts, but I can't speak to it directly because I didn't feel like doing it. Uh, one interesting thing, though, about that, the, uh, the Wim Hof app has like a variety of challenges you can do. 
And uh, one of them is where while you're holding your breath for as long as you can after you're done with the breathing, uh, you, you try to do as many push-ups as you can. Oh, shit. While you're, while you're holding your breath. And I tried it, and I, I'm, I shit you not, I, I felt like I could just keep doing push-ups. Like, I felt, had so much more energy for the push-ups. It was crazy. And one time, uh, I started to feel a little short of breath, so I exhaled and took a deep breath while I was doing the push-ups, and immediately they got like 10 times harder. Like, immediately really? I was like, oh, like, I, I, I had to stop. It was pretty wild. I, I didn't expect that. I had read about it a little bit in the app, but I was like, holy shit, that actually kind of works. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. I don't know why. I don't know what the science would be behind that, but I can attest to the fact that it worked for me. I, I went in very skeptical on that too because that just doesn't mm-hmm. seem like something that would be real. Right. Huh. I don't exercise anymore, so I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just I gave up. Yeah. I'm just, you can tell. Yeah, no, I know. It, I it know. shows. Courtney can tell. Another benefit, according to the website, you know, we talk, I talked about it a little briefly earlier, and uh, I've had, I've had, I have some sleep problems. I definitely didn't see any improvement in sleep when I was doing this. The last few weeks, uh, I've actually struggled to, sleep, to get some good sleep um, a lot of times. It's definitely worse when I drink. Uh, it's a vicious cycle. But I also... <laughs> oh, when you're not willing to get out of. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a cycle or, or admit, that I intend or admit to stay that in. it's a problem, you know? Just, absolutely. You can start there. But I also, I have restless leg syndrome. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of restless leg syndrome, but it is a weird thing that many people have. There are variations, but for me, it essentially feels like I can't stretch my legs enough. It comes in waves where my legs feel really tight suddenly, and I get an overwhelming urge to stretch them, even though it doesn't do anything. It goes away for about 30 seconds or so, and then it repeats, and it's you've, very you've, uh, strong. You've talked about your legs a lot this episode, mm-hmm. and I'm getting kind of turned on. <laughs> I, they haven't been talked about in a positive light though <laughs> i i want to say that i'm not getting i am there so mm, i am okay. turned all the way on all the way mm-hmm. well anyway my restless leg issues are no fun and it's uh it's a big cause of my sleep issues i had hoped maybe that doing these this stuff might help that no such luck and honestly i was not a huge weed smoker until i found out that how much that helps me when uh, I'm having the restless leg issues. So we get back to you basically health. You just need to stretch. Is that what? Is that what Dude, I stretch every day. I know. No, he needs to do any problems high. now, right? What'd you say, John? I said, and you don't have any problems now. No, I have restless. Have you not been listening? <laughs> <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> He's hammered. I'm not hammered, but turtles, you know? Turtles. Yeah. Uh, another benefit from the website, enhanced creativity. I didn't feel any sort of creative spark from doing this stuff also said more focus and mental clarity uh kind of goes along with what i said about stress reduction i think I, I definitely felt more focus and clarity i do wonder if the morning breathing sessions did something for me kind of get me ready for the day and that the stress reduction has been a big part of that and maybe the focus maybe it's all intertwined i mean you guys you guys have meditated obviously and greg you said you've done breathing exercises did you feel that it did anything for stress levels or focus yes I felt like it worked quite uh, efficiently. Yeah. Sorry, it didn't work for you. You're probably no, doing no. it wrong. It, it did work for that. Oh, wait. Yeah. See, you're not Back listening either. You both I'm, suck. I'm, no, no, no. I'm yeah, listening, I, and I wanted to say I'm sorry that Greg's not listening, because I'm <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> so. No, no it, I, it, it helps me with that. I was just curious if it did anything for, because like, those are the positives I got out of meditation or, or this process, was less stress and more clarity. Did, did you guys feel that from meditation? So I meditated for a year, 
with uh, transcendental meditation. How, and when did you did you do it in the morning? You, so with that, you do it in the morning. You do it. You do it in the morning and at night. Oh, okay. But at, but at night, usually you want to do it about two hours before you go to bed because sometimes it can actually amp you up. But what I found is long term, I actually started getting better sleep. I had way less anxiety in life. Uh, I was way more calm and. And so you stopped doing it. I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and now I'm an asshole again. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you both stopped, ah! correct? Yeah. And Greg has definitely it. become oh, more of an okay. asshole. Not consistently. Well, it shows. It shows you don't do it consistently. Oh, okay. Did you do it in the morning too, Greg? Is that? Yeah, you got to do it twice a day. You do it in the morning and then in the evening, but you got to make sure you don't do it two hours within two hours of when you go to sleep because it can really amp you up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I've heard that before. Deja vu. It is very deja vu moment. I would do it. I would do it like around three o'clock. What's the, the advantage? What's the reason for doing it twice? Is there just, is it just, just doing it more because there's just more. Well, benefit? John and I paid a lot of money to learn <laughs> trans <laughs> yeah. meditation uh, yeah. now and they told clearer. us to do it twice a day. So we said, Okay. So now we're in on the ground floor, and Kevin, we want to get you in on this as okay. well. If you start doing TM. So for $1,000, we'll give you a word. You can't tell anybody. Well, it's not really a word. It's more of a sound, but you can't tell anybody the sound because if you do, you'll ruin the fact that they're giving everybody the same word. What? So what's the sound? <laughs> you're not supposed to you. give away your mantra. You're not supposed to give away your mantra. <laughs> I never have either. I've never disclosed my mantra. You guys aren't gonna. You're not. Is that like when people nope. go hum? Is that the same? It's thing? no. It's like a. It's like a two syllable chant. N- not necessarily two syllable. You're right. It's a one to nineteen syllable chant. Twist. I'm pretty sure they're all two syllable though. Dick twist. Yeah, that could be yours. Dick twist twist. Well, I don't want to take yours. So the site also claims that the Wim Hof method is linked to reducing symptoms of diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, uh, multiple sclerosis. Hey, John, do you think you and I may have the same mantra? I think so, but please Because there's only a finite amount of them. That's That's what my instructor told me. Yeah. We could easily have the same mantra. We could. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. You want to say what it is? Okay, on three, let's (laughs) say what it is. One, two, three. Fuck you. Kevin. Dick twist. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, was I not supposed to participate? <laughs> no, it's fine. That's your mantra now. <laughs> Kevin, 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 Kevin. You guys both have the same one. Yeah, it's Kevin, 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 Kevin. <laughs> I hear it every fucking time you guys come back from bathroom break before me. Yeah. So the site also claims that the Wim Hof method is linked to reducing symptoms of diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, asthma, sarcoidosis. I don't know what that says. Va- yeah, you do. Vasculitis and Sound severe. Sound it out. Several autoimmune diseases. I do not have any of those that I know of, but as we know, I do have bad allergies. And it definitely you were going to say bad breath. It did, yes, definitely didn't do, do anything to help the allergies or yeah. the breath, for that matter. That's all I got, man. We're at last call. That's it, really? Yeah, that's my oh, experience shit. with the Wim Hof method. It wasn't earth shattering. I have more questions. All right, let's hear them. It's, they're mostly, it seems like it was beneficial. They're mostly colon-based questions. <laughs> Okay. I did not do any further research into the fountain incident. Okay. It's, on, on the app, does he tell you to sit on a fountain? Is There's nothing about fountains in the app that I found. All right. How deep have you gone in the app? Um, fairly deep. All right. Would you say like two knuckles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
knuckles, three fingers. I feel like that's a good time to raise the glass. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Wim Hof has many quotes, one of which McKay told me about before our creek jump. Feeling is understanding. Essentially, he is saying something that seems very obvious. To really understand something, you have to feel it. Feeling how cold affects his body allows him to have a better understanding of his mind and body. You can apply this to your life in many different ways. You have to feel an emotion in order to understand it and how to handle it. You push yourself during a workout to feel that extra pain or fatigue so you understand what your body can handle. I mentioned to McKay that Sheena and I have discussed a similar idea when it comes to parenting. People say they love their kids and how being a parent is the best thing ever. And you think, yeah, no shit. Of course you love your kids. Everyone gets that, that it's an amazing feeling. I have a dog. I understand. But once you become a parent, you realize you never did understand it. You have to feel it. It's a far more powerful thing than, you, you, than, than I could have ever imagined. You have to feel, you have to experience in order to understand. I take a lot of what Wim says with a grain of salt. He's a wild, intense dude, but I do like the idea of that. I don't know how much I benefited from the Wim Hof method as a whole, but there were some positives and some aspects that I went, huh, there might be something to this, particularly the breathing. I really do think there are true benefits there, and I intend to keep doing that. So while I can't speak to if history defeated itself, Kevin definitely didn't defeat himself in this instant. (laughs) I feel like I learned something through this experience, and I am interested in exploring parts of it further. But I won't be running a half marathon in the snow with no shoes on anytime soon. Remember, we're taking a short break, so we'll have another episode up in about four weeks. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Be merry, be happy, be good to others, drink eggnog, and we hope you make history. <laughs>